0: get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace.
1: Hey everyone, it's Cara Lowenthal here, your guest host for the week. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Thursday. As you know, this week is all about finding ways to live with less insecurity and more confidence. For some people, confidence seems to come naturally. But for some of us, it's a lot harder to build. So today, let's dive into some of the biggest hurdles to confidence and the most effective ways to start to create it for ourselves. To me, I like to think about confidence as a feeling that can come and go. But I like to think of your relationship with yourself as the bedrock that doesn't change. You can cultivate this positive relationship with yourself, whether that's self-acceptance or self-love or self-like, depending on what level you're at with it. And that is something that you really can build to support you, and that is where confidence comes from. Insecurity and low self-esteem are such a epidemic, really, because we are all taught that our worth and value are conditional. They depend on how we look and what we achieve and how much money we make and if everybody likes us and approves of us and any other number of factors. And this is especially true for people who are members of marginalized communities or identities because the number of marginalized identities you live in is like a multiplier or magnifier of the messages that you are not as worthy or valuable as other people and that you have to prove your worth and value. If you believe that you have inherent worth and value that can't be diminished by life circumstances or your accomplishments or anything else, even your own actions or thoughts, that's when you have that kind of unshakable foundation. So in previous episodes I talked about the importance of creating the awareness of what you're thinking and now I want to teach you a really powerful technique for how to actually change what you are thinking. This is called the thought ladder. So here's how it works. Write down things you're thinking and now you can see oh wow here's all my thoughts. My thoughts are I can't believe I screwed that up. My boss is gonna be so mad I'm probably gonna get fired. You take one thought out so let's say that thought is I'm such a screw up. Now we want to come up with what you want to believe instead. Here's where a lot of positive thinking or reframing work goes wrong, is we have the thought, I'm a screw up, and then we think that what we want to believe or what we're supposed to believe is like, I am amazing, (laughs) something super positive. So the thought ladder is a way of coming up with intermediate thoughts to help you get there. It is a thought that is just a little bit less terrible than your current thought. And you won't feel amazing thinking it. You just are looking to feel a little bit less bad. So what could you practice thinking? I screw some things up, but I've done some things well in my life. It's possible that my brain is not telling me the truth about this. I don't believe anyone is truly worthless. People can screw up and are still worthy of love. These are sort of thoughts that you can use to work your way towards the goal thought. And I have a whole episode about how to do this in more detail on my podcast, and we will link to that in the show notes. So when you start to do this process of creating thought ladders and changing your thoughts, there is a pitfall to watch out for, which is what I call conditional self-esteem. And that is when you rely too heavily on those bridges to self-esteem such that if they aren't there, you can no longer feel good about yourself. So, for instance, if you feel terrible about yourself and then you're trying to practice feeling better about yourself and you lean too heavily on the thought, well, I can't be that terrible because my partner married me and loves me, so I must be lovable. You are setting yourself up for potential collapse of that if, let's say, your partner decides they want a divorce. But just always keep in mind that the ultimate goal is a relationship with yourself that doesn't depend on certain conditions being met. It's an unconditional relationship with yourself. It's an unconditional self-esteem. That's where we want to get. Where we want to get is to a place where we can feel good about ourselves and love ourselves. Even if the relationship ends, we get fired from the job, we stop going to the gym, whatever it is. All right, that's it for today. Tomorrow is my last day hosting Radio Headspace, and I want to end the week by breaking down the insecurities that make up imposter syndrome and how to shake off those unwarranted feelings of being a fraud. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you then.